Hello fellow followers of Christ, I'm Nathan, and today we'll be talking about nothing. I won't be talking about anything, because today's episode is going to be our live message at Turner Station Christian Church. Um, we do sound a little nervous there, because it was our first time actually like talking to a bunch of people in a church. Um, instead of you know just me talking to a microphone here. But anyway, just bear with us through the awkward pauses sometimes. We went a little fast. We are just, whenever you're... Uh, delivering a message uh, my dad told me especially he said he's done messages all the time you will always burn through your message no matter what you do you'll go way faster than you expect my original message was 30 minutes and in here I managed to get it all down in uh, 14 and a half minutes I think it was I think my brother did the same well actually yeah he didn't shorten his down as much but you know that's just the way the ball bounces sometimes we were a little nervous. I'm sorry if I just hit my mic there, by the way. But, uh, you know, it's our first step to evangelism. I'm very excited about it. I will definitely do it again sometime, especially here. At, uh, especially do it at Turner Station Christian Church. And I'll do it, hopefully, at many other churches. Uh, well, I being me and my brother. Uh, without further ado, let's get into our message. I will be starting. Uh, I'll tell you we're going to be staying in the New Testament today. That helps any. I'm reading out the New Testament. Uh, starting in Mark chapter 13, verse 32. Our next spot in our Bibles is John chapter 11, verse 25. That one's a little quick. 
like that. John chapter 1, verse 25. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me will have life even if they die. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Martha is believe this. He said, believe what? Martha answered, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, and the one coming to the world. Now, there are only a couple reasons I included this verse, or verses. Uh, it's because, first of all, Martha here uh, kind of set, uh, sets a good example of what it takes as far as uh, what we use often for repentance and uh, the steps necessary to be taken uh, to, I'm sorry, to uh, know that you are saved. But a better one, a better verse for that, you can allude to Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10, which I'm not going to ask you to go there. You can go there if you like. It's known as the repenter's verse, even though it's more like the repenter's verse says. It's Romans 9 through 10. Uh, it's, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Now I'm going to do a lot of Bible verses, and that's breaking down in the study. Uh, so let's look at the first part, which is, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. First thing, that's pretty easy. Even an atheist who believes in no theorization of a God could say Jesus is Lord. It's pretty easy. Now the second step is where it becomes much harder, and that's, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Now, when I said that, a lot of you may have immediately checked that off your list. Yeah, I believe that. And the thing is, that's probably because a lot of us have convinced ourselves that we believe that. But a major problem that some of us have heard a lot of people talk about is how easy it is for our faith to be shaken. It's in the most common way. It's probably in prayer because prayers are not often answered how we want them or when we want them. So we often grow impatient with, uh, with, you know, when we don't realize that our prayers are being answered. Back concept, we can say, 
best way I can explain it is uh, basically the way my brother and I went at it is we could pick stuff up really easy on our instruments, so we began learning worship songs. Worship songs. Uh, if you have good public speaking skills, I'd be jealous of you, but you could come up here and, uh, <laughs> and uh, do a message or any platform really. I prefer to do it behind uh, uh, behind the phone on a recording on Christian Cast. Self plug. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, but any, basically any skill, any talent that God is blessing with, He wants you to use it um, in a way that will grow your relationship with Him and bring others to Him as well. Alrighty, uh, I do realize that was mildly quick, but that's all I have for you today. I'm going to go sit down now. Please enjoy the rest of my brothers. Thank you. 
would be called a Jesus fruit, which I would take as a compliment. But, Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And also, a lukewarm Christian is usually easily judgmental toward others. They think since they go to church every Sunday, they're better than someone else. And that does not make you better than someone else, I can tell you that right now. Raise your hand if you know Billy Graham. Yeah, he's my favorite. Long Charles
If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. We believe with our hearts, and so we are made right with God. And we declare with our mouths that we believe, and so we are saved. So here, Paul explains basically how to be saved from the hell that is hell. I don't know how to describe it. Paul tells, um, Paul tells us that if we declare with our mouths that Jesus is Lord, if we believe in his resurrection and sacrifice, we put our faith in God, then we will be saved. Now, this is also a matter of repentance. This, is, this doesn't mean if you do this, that means you're good, you're good to go, here's your free pass to sin. No. An atheist, I'm using an atheist example again, but an atheist can literally say, Christ is Lord, I'm good to go, and go back to your sinful ways. This is a matter of repentance. This is about bringing your old life to God, your broken old life to God, and Him giving you a new one. Because this is about realizing that you are not enough. This is about truly understanding the gift Christ gave you on the cross. <coughs> Alright, now some people when they hear the message, especially about being sent to hell part, they get freaked out. They think God's mad at them. They think God doesn't like them. They think every sin they've ever done starts going in their head. Well, that's the devil talking. The devil calls you by your sin. God calls you by your name. Amen. Thank you. Now flip in your Bibles to Romans 5, 8. Feel God is mad at you or he doesn't love you. Now, some of you uh, are probably like, oh yeah, I love this one. If you don't know it, this is for you. Romans chapter 5, verse 8 says, But God shows his great love for us in this way. Christ died for us while we were still sinners. So, I'm going to have to use an analogy here. Imagine you know someone. So, in this case, it was creating someone. But imagine you know someone and you see their life become just the worst, like they become the worst person possible. And you know this person is doomed to hell. So you send your only child to die for that person. That's how much God loves you. Amen. He knew we were doomed to hell, and he doesn't, he doesn't want us to go to hell. So he sent his only son to die a brutal, brutal death. I mean, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, any of those tell you it was a brutal death. And Christ proved that he really loves you by going through with that brutal death. Uh, we're kind of hammering down on Romans here, I know that, but uh, go to Romans chapter 8, verse 38 through 39. Oh, okay. So, in this part of the letter, Paul writes to the Romans, Yes, I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor ruling spirits, nothing now, nothing in the future, no powers, nothing above us, nothing below us, nor anything else in the world ever be able to separate us from the love that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. So what Paul is wrong here is that there's literally nothing on this earth, nothing out of this earth, nothing you can do ever to stop God's love. Whether you're trying to make him hate you or you're not, he's gonna love you. Amen. Either way. Amen. It kind of reminds me of the Dolly Parton song in the 1970s, I will always love you. Just the chorus of the next just like God singing to you. So in this chapter, Jesus' followers are 
they're sad. I would have been sad too if the only perfect person in the world that loves you with the everlasting love of God, Billy, Billy Graham described it as a agape love. Um, he said he was leaving. I'm going to be leaving soon, guys. Sorry. I would be very sad too. But Jesus comforts his followers by saying this in John 14, verse 1 through 2. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. I would not say this if it were not true. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. So, as my brother said, Jesus is full of analogies. He, that's his main thing he uses. And here, Jesus describes heaven as a big house owned by God with many rooms. And in those rooms, Jesus has prepared a place for you specifically. It's not just like he's prepared a place for everyone else, but God's mad at you. Jesus specifically, Christ has prepared a place for you. I don't know how else to emphasize on that. Christ has prepared a place for you in heaven. That's where you want to be. Don't live for this world. I've done an episode on the Christian cast, Living for God, Not the World. I feel like this would be way too long if I described the whole episode. But you don't want to live for this world. This world, although it's a great creation of God, has become corrupt. You don't want to live for this world. You want to live for God. Amen. Because living for this world will only lead you to hell. But living for God, devoting your life to God, putting your faith in God, and letting everyone know that you are a Christian, that leads you to a place where there is no suffering. There is no sadness. And God will wipe every tear away. In a place where Christ has prepared, Christ has prepared a place for you. I don't know how else prepared a place for Thank you guys for listening um i hope you made it this far in the episode uh hopefully you didn't switch off once you heard this i'm sorry if you had uh trouble hearing it because i understand the sound maybe wasn't very good especially that was kind of our fault for handing out papers to everybody i'm sorry i just dropped my little mic thing sorry if that made a noise but um yeah once again thank you for watching and honestly this is one of the greatest days of our lives it was so amazing to finally get to 
share a message with actual people instead of just talking to a mic and publishing this. Oh, by the way, I never even mentioned, oh my gosh, we have our sixth country watching Christian Cast. We have people from Canada, so, hello. <laughs> I don't know what to say, like, what's up? But anyway, back to the live sermon thing. I Again, greatest day, one of the greatest days of our lives. I mean, these people were just so supportive of it being our first time, and they were just so nice to us. They were basically having conversations with us as we were preaching, and that was so amazing. I love our little back and forth there. I guess the biggest thing was when I was talking about Billy Graham, the Billy Graham channel. By the way, y'all should check that out, Billy Graham channel. I was listening to it on SiriusXM. It was pretty good. I think it's 460, channel 460, something like that. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, once again, thank you so much, Turner Station. I would love to come back, um, and my brother, of course. Uh, we would love to come back and do another message. And, again, 10 out of 10 would recommend. We'll definitely do again, both in Turner Station and anywhere else. Um, I think that's all we have. Oh, wait, no, the uh, socials. Um, don't forget to go out to at underscore Christian underscore four underscore life. Uh, this is the... Instagram account that corresponds with this podcast. Um, I'll be putting this video up on our YouTube channel. Um, but this, it might take a little bit. I'm still trying to figure some stuff with that out. Uh, if you have any questions, if you want to ask us things, you could DM us at the Instagram account. But also we have messaging at uh, Nathan Tingle on Facebook or Nicholas Tingle on Facebook. But yeah, I think that's all we have today. Uh, thank you for listening and have a blessed day. Bye.